glad you joined us for New Hope's Sermon of the Week. For more resources, be sure to contact newhopecom.org. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Okay, we're going to get right into this. Um, we have, if you've been here for the last uh, month or two, you know, we have been finishing up this series called Unbroke. Back before Easter, uh, I talked about it for three weeks before I went away on a trip to Israel. We had other people, a lot of people sharing testimonies. We've been going through this series together on learning how to become really good stewards of kingdom resources and finances. So um, it's just been, there's been kind of this fun momentum happening of just testimony after testimony after testimony that we've been releasing. When, we, when we're obedient, God releases breakthrough in our life. Um, and when we're going after him and we're seeking first the kingdom, things start opening up to us. You know, you ever know when you lay down something and you've been holding on to something really tightly, you lay that thing down before the Lord and then all of a sudden the thing happens that was in your heart? Like, that's like kind of how it is almost with kingdom finances and giving, is when we start being obedient and we give up some things in order to prioritize God and the kingdom of God, things start opening up for us. New opportunities that we didn't see before. It's just you, you enter into this divine flow of just the kingdom of God opening up in front of you. It doesn't mean we don't go through challenges or hard times, but uh, obedience releases momentum in your life. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of that. So we've just, um, have you been enjoying the testimonies we've been playing? I mean, we didn't do a last couple the last couple of weeks, but even before then, just hearing about God doing things in people's lives is so encouraging. And testimonies stir all of us, because when somebody is strengthened, we're all strengthened. You know, when someone has a success or a, a something, achievement, we're all blessed as a result. When we realize that we're all the body of Christ, Right. So there's no room for jealousy or anything like that. We cheer each other on in in successes and things in life. So um, one of them we want to release today, which is just so cool. So we've been getting gathering these testimonies and hearing it, and then we got one that was like, Joy and I listened to it, and it was like, okay, no, this isn't a testimony. This is a message, okay? This is a message that I think we can all hear and benefit from. Um, So and the thing I love about it here is that if you've been at New Hope, you'll notice Anybody can have the platform as long as you're teachable and you have a heart to learn and to grow and to serve. You know, it's not just some holy thing that just a few can have. If you have a word and it's relevant for the whole body, we're going to allow it to be released uh, if it's the right time. So this is one of them today. I'm going to introduce her now, but uh, Jennifer Delarocco is our worship director in New Hope. Uh, Jen's been coming to this church here for several years in you know, some people, you know, it's just fun to watch God's progression on people's lives when they open up their heart to things of God, and God just brings them higher and higher in, into more and more service, in kingdom service. And Jen is one of those who just has, you know, given up her life to like, okay, let's move the kingdom of God forward together. And just whatever it is, she's like, yes, I'm in. I, I want to go after that thing. Uh, just, she's a blessing. If you have not gotten to know her, you need to get to know her. Uh, Jen works full-time uh, out in the business world. She's also a trustee here for New Hope Community Church. Uh, so she wears a lot of hats. She's a blessing to a lot of people. She's got a gift of hospitality and hosting and having people over. Maybe you've been to her house at some point with a group of people. Um, it's, it happens, I hear, periodically. 
you know, just fun, fun nights and things. So um, she's got a message on her heart today, and I just want to ask us to open our hearts to receive what it is that she has, okay? So give her a nice round of applause. <laughs> you guys are great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, man, thank you so much for the warm welcome. I'm so honored to be um, among you and being able to talk to you today. It is kind of a funny story because I had just stories for Steve and Joy, and they were like, well, you know, commit it. let's listen to it on a, on a Sunday morning and, and tape, and Josiah's like, are you going to tape this week? Are you going to give me a tape this week? Put something on video. So I, I did, and I, I tried three times before I got it down to an eight-minute testimony, <laughs> and Steve and Joy are finally like, you know what, why don't you just make it a service? Make it a sermon. Just, just talk about it. Talk about the whole thing, go in depth. So um, I'm honored to be up here, and, and uh, I think the message will probably be, I've never spoken before, so thanks for the, the I'm honored to be here and, and the platform, and I know I'm among such good people. Um, so it may be eight minutes long, <laughs> but... I know I have eight minutes, but I know you won't judge me for that. I, I mean, every good sermon, so I have, I have three points, uh, but I don't have a poem. We know every good sermon has three points in a poem, right? So you, you could argue I'm one, I'm one poem short of a good sermon, but don't hold that against me. So I've been learning, um, I've been on this journey uh, for the last several years that has awakened me to the heart of God that took me from a religious believer to a daughter. And I know, I know you realize, I know you know, right? Because we're in a culture and it was really coming in to be a part of this church and this culture. That was the beginning of setting me free and, and a, a, just an unraveling of what I knew to be truth and a growth of the heart of God and the heart of the Father, which was my undoing. It just wrecked me. And through this, the course of the last several years, um, I've continued to evolve in principles and truths of the Lord. Um, yeah. And I want to share them. I want to share my testimonies, multiple testimonies, because the last several weeks we've had such good teaching. Steve talked about the principles of sowing and reaping, being a good steward of your resources as a kingdom, member of the kingdom. Um, three weeks on that, right? And then uh, John, uh, Joy followed up with, um, when you believe and you give and you believe for your breakthrough, don't be surprised when it looks a little bit different. And because uh, and, we don't have, God's not in a box. Thank God, there's always a mystery. We love that about him. Right. So lean into the mystery. Your breakthrough may not be, look exactly as you expect it, but it'll be good. And was followed up by John Lamp, who said, during this, this journey of, of believing for breakthrough, encourage yourself in the Lord. Grow and be strong in the Lord and the ways to do that. And then Jonathan Welton for Easter Sunday um, talked us through how God is not standing there with an angry look on his face judging um, it's the opposite. He's a good father, and he's waiting to celebrate the son come home. Amen. And so between stewarding gifts from the Lord, be, uh, breakthrough that may look different from what you're not expecting, encouraging yourself and being a son, walking in sonship, I have testimonies that go all the way through that, and I want to share them today Amen. because it ties it all together. So I don't have to bring, bring three points, but I can bring three testimonies, and they're in ma- three major areas of giving, not just financial, although financial is part of it, one you'll see is giving in the words of our mouth. Amen. And one is giving financially, but it's with a twist, I promise you. And the third one is giving with, 
works, faith without works is dead. And so it's, it's faith and works in tandem. And, and um, the principles, when, I, when Steve said, why don't you think about preaching, I said, just there's no way. My first response was no, because it scares me to death to be up here. But my second response was, I can't not, because what I'm about to talk you through is a journey that I've been on that has so changed my life, and it's been a sustaining force in my life, yeah. the repositioning and realigning myself as a daughter instead of a beggar. The, the beggar is a poverty mindset that says, please, God, please, and you leave your prayer with them, and you cross your fingers, and you hope for the best. I lived like that. I didn't know any better. I was raised in a, in a different day and age. I used to wear a t-shirt that says, get saved or be stupid. There was no heart. There was no, I did, I had that shirt. I can't believe I saw in a picture like in the 80s. That was a big thing, you know? And uh, I, had, I didn't have the heart of God. It was, very, uh, it was very something that had to be achieved, do, achieve, do. And we're no longer, we, we don't, that's, that's almost, that's just, that's not right. <laughs> that's just not right. So I want to share with you my journey, and it's bringing you through those three points, and then we'll bring it home. Um, a journey, my journey from the poverty mindset to the kingdom-style giving um, started a few years ago. And before I even go there, I want to say something. If you put my first slide up, please. Uh, Bill Johnson says, the world is waiting on your breakthrough, and partnering with the Holy Spirit in the smallest to the largest of circumstances causes kingdom expansion and change. Whoa. The world is waiting on your breakthrough. So we're not coming saying, oh, here's my, here's my gift and, and hopefully I'll get more. It's, that's a formula. We don't believe in that. We believe in partnering with the kingdom of heaven Amen. to see expansion and growth Amen. and change. And Amen. so this says the world is waiting on your breakthrough. The world is waiting on your breakthrough because literally people will come in the draft of what you're, of what you're experiencing right. and learning and they will experience the kingdom of heaven. Uh, amen? amen? I mean, you have to know this because you just sang it. Let the sound of heaven says... Let the sound of heaven ring out. Join the songs of angels sung loud. Let all heaven and earth praise your name, Lord Jesus. Let the signs and wonders break out. Let revival fire burn bright. Let all of heaven and earth praise your name. Let praise come from my lips all my days. Your love overtake me and flow through my veins. Let heaven and earth be reality here. Let your kingdom come and your glory dwell here. So we just, we, we said that. <laughs> we said that, and now we're going to go there, and I want to share with you really practical ways. This is where my testimony comes into play. These are, these are stories from my life, and I want to share with them to you because there's such a sweet gift of the Lord that he gave me and caused, caused my spiritual awareness of him in my life, and the same for you, every single one, to expand and grow. And as a result, everyone around me has been influenced and affected and I, I won't know until heaven all the ways, but I've seen some practical ways. Um, I'd be remiss to not give Sozo just a little bit of credit. Uh, Carol Royal, Karen Weldon, they, I went to a Sozo. Um, I started here, what, seven years ago maybe? And not long after when we started talking about Sozo, I thought, I don't really have anything I feel like is hanging me up, but everyone talks so highly about Sozo, I'm going to go anyways. I had no idea that I, one of the first questions that Karen posed is, Picture the Holy Spirit. Picture, picture God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And where are they? I, I, I drummed up a mental image of, you know, who, who they look like, and I realized that they were somewhere around the exit sign, so all the way in the back of this room. That's the distance that I envisioned them, and that was normal for me. 
And through a process of soul and getting tools to, to and, and really the truth of the word exposed in my life, that he's not supposed to be back by the exit sign. He's not supposed to be someone high in the stratosphere that you pray and hope for the best. He's supposed to, he, is, he flows through our veins. Because as Jonathan mentioned during Easter, he, we, we are not sinners saved by grace. We died with Jesus and we rose again with a completely brand spanking new nature where we are aware of our sonship. And if we're sons, then we're powerful, effective, and influential, not someday, today. So, okay, we're all in agreement. So then I can go to my next point. Okay, all right, all right, it's all good. It's a good point, okay, okay. Let me just lay the groundwork. Uh, So John, John 15 says, I'm the vine, I'm the true vine and my father is the gardener. I'm skipping ahead to four. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you. Again, not the exit sign. He's in me. I'm a branch. I'm I'm in. I'm a part of this thing. It's alive. If you remain in me and and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish. It will be done for you. This, and this is not a genie, this is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. His plan and his desire and his format, if you want a formula, that's his formula, abide in me and I'm gonna show you so much abundance that the world will know that you are mine and I am in you. The world will know that you're in me and I am in you. Wow, I just feel, (laughs) I'm not nervous, it's just a powerful, there's a lot of energy, it's really good energy. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. If you can keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. <clears throat> There's so much more to that, but I'll stop there because the important thing and the takeaway is, is that the, the, the subject of remaining and it's, it's so important to be positionally correct before, before we can expect to believe for the more that's called abundantly more. Amen. I mean, don't get me wrong, in my, in my Old Testament, it, when Jen was lived like Old Testament Jen, if you will, I was, still, I was still receiving answers to prayer. I still love the Lord. I still believe that he loved me. But as I stepped into a new principle of abiding, of understanding that he loved me irregardless of how much I did wrong and irregardless of how much I did right, that his love for me was so complete and so pure that I, I was absolutely undone. I was, I wonder how much I, I was undone. And um, it was a, a basis, on that basis that I began to start talking to the Lord, and this is where my testimony comes in, starting talking to the Lord about, okay, if we're, if we're um, in the kingdom and we're a part of you, then I just, you know, I want to hear from you. Like, how, how can I live, you know, in every day? What, you know, what is it that I can do um, differently? And that was just sort of a prayer on the inside of my heart. I, I didn't really, you know, it, it wasn't something I labored into, but one day, about two years ago, he challenged me in the way that he does, so sweet, and he says, um, he highlighted the verse in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27 that says, don't withhold a kindness to whom it is due when it is in your power to give. And the challenge came, you know how the Holy Spirit just speaks deep inside your heart and you like, almost think it's your own thought, you know? 
And he, he said, what if you gave all the time, freely, of these words? Again, we're on the topic of giving, and the giving produces breakthrough, and the breakthrough is, a, is, is for the purpose of glorifying the Lord and watching the kingdom expansion. So now I'm talking about words in breakthrough and all those, okay? So with this principle of Proverbs 3.27, don't withhold a kindness to whom it is due when it is in your power to give. And we also know that we don't have to withhold kindness to whom it's not due when it's our power to give. I literally give. So then I started to take that principle because it became alive to me, and I started to say, I started speaking life to people. How many times, and I know this is terribly practical, but I want to share it anyways. It's how many times have we thought a kind word about someone or a service or a vendor or something that we deal with in our everyday life, but we never say it? You think, oh, that's a good person. We never say it. And it, this verse was so highlighted to me that I started speaking uh, life to complete strangers. I would just say, wow, you are, I feel like you have an extraordinary thus and so. And, um, you know, as soon as I start speaking words of life, and, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not fake. I'm partnering with the Holy Spirit. This is real. So don't, don't call it fake, because I know it wasn't fake. This, was, this had a real effect and influence on my life. I'm telling you, this is a game changer, life changer. <laughs> That's why I don't need a poem. <laughs> I just need three points. So I, <laughs> so I started showing appreciation. I started showing gratitude. Uh, when I would check, I, I, I went to a hotel uh, one time uh, a few years ago uh, because I travel quite a bit for work. And the person that's the manager at this particular hotel was fantastic. The customer service was ridiculous. It was so good that it was, I was almost a little bit annoyed because she was always so happy. <laughs> And I said to her, you are fantastic at what you do. She says, oh, well, thank you so much. We always aim to please. And, this, and I said, no, I'm telling you, it's so good that I need an email of your boss, and preferably your boss's boss, because I'm going to do whatever I can to highlight the fact that you are amazing. You are good at what you do. So I wasn't withholding a kindness. Let me fast forward that story just because it's a fun fact. A few years later, we're, st we're still friends. We're actually personal friends. And the last time I went out there, we went out to dinner, and we were talking about the Lord. I love that. Awesome. I love that. So, but, and, and so um, I began to appreciate people in customer service. Uh, we, we rented a car uh, last time I went to go see my daughter. And this one guy, he's a young guy, and he, he was like, uh, he was on it. He's like, you know, A, B, and C, here's your paperwork, here's your signature. Boom, we were out the door. And before I left, I said, I got to thank you. Or, uh, before, I didn't say I got to thank you. I just said, hey, you're really, you're really good. Oh, thank, thank you, no problem. Right? I said, can I speak with your manager? He goes, he goes, wait, 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 what did I do? I said, because I just want to take a minute and highlight how good you are, how, how awesome you were to me. But we all got the biggest laugh. So did like three other guys behind the counter because he really thought I was going to blow him in for something. He didn't know what. Poor guy did a good job. But that's, that's, how, that's how much our kind words are needed. Do you understand how just, just, it's just a desert out there? Some people won't hear kind words at all. And as a matter of fact, when you try to deliver it, they are automatic is, what, what are you going to complain about? So um, another example of, of giving, and, and now I'm operating in this. Now it's becoming a lifestyle. Like, I'm really liking this. I'm seeing immediate fruit. You know, as soon as I start to speak, I recognize the atmosphere change. And you all know what an atmosphere change is because we all know when you walk into a room and it's stressful and you can cut the air with a knife. You know, that's an atmosphere. And the opposite effect is, for example, when we worship because God inhabits the praises of his people, and so worship blows up. I, I literally, I love worshiping with you guys because I can feel the walls move out and the ceiling just disappears. Yeah. 
and you're under an open heaven, which is exactly what I'm talking about now, going from a, a lifestyle of poverty, not understanding, not really wanting to get involved in people's lives. I'd really spare my words and, well, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to say it. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I'll get there in a second. That's, that's a poverty mentality. But in the, in the kingdom world, there is so much expansion. There's so much growth and outpouring and overflow, and that's for the purpose of expansion, that the glory of God would be revealed among the sons. All of creation groans and waiting for sons and daughters to be revealed. Reveal yourselves. I'm revealing myself. I want to reveal myself in more and more and more and more. And these are little ways that we can. Just, just a matter of weeks ago in a nasty single-digit snowstorm day, we left <laughs> Excuse me, we left here. I will take that water. I, I turned it down for a second. We left here and we came across an accident that happened right on Union. So two cars collided. They slid on the ice. It was single digits. One guy was still pinned in his, not pinned in his car, but he, he, was, he was stuck in his car. Lon's the first responder. He went out to help him. I grabbed the mother with three kids and pulled him into my Jeep because neither car was operable. I pulled him into my Jeep to stay warm. The mother ended up disappearing to check on you guys. So I'm stuck here with three kids that are crying because it was a nasty wreck. It was a scary wreck. And I said, Lord, I know you got, a, I know you got something for me to say, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm saying this internally. So I give the youngest one who's a wreck my phone. He's playing Angry Birds to get his mind off it. You know, the oldest daughter, she's on, she's on the phone with her mother crying. Well, the kid in the middle, he's around eight. He goes, I wasn't scared. I'm like, man, if I, uh, can I just be honest? That thing spun out. It hit a pole. <laughs> he should have been scared. I wasn't scared. He goes, nothing. It didn't scare me at all. Not a bit. So literally on either side of him, the kids are crying. I finally got him a little bit under control. But So it dawned on me. The Holy Spirit really just kind of spoke to me, and he said, this kid's fearless. And I said, oh, because I started to get a little annoyed. That, How are you not scared? Like, can you come for... Not the time to brag. But the Holy Spirit, right? That's what I was thinking, I'll be honest. And the Holy Spirit said, he's fearless. And I said, yeah. So I turned around and I said, you know what? You're fearless. Yeah, yep. I said, I, you probably, I can see you being a first responder. I can see you being like, uh, like in the ambulance, respond to scenes and times of crisis. I can see you being um, a firefighter. He goes, yeah. So a few, right? a few minutes pass, and he, I hear him on the phone with his mom. The lady in the Jeep says I can be a firefighter. <laughs> Isn't that cute? But then, I saw, but then I saw, that's the product of my words. I could have changed the course of that kid's life through speaking you're fearless. He grabbed onto it and believed it, and it, it's now one of those things he'll probably not forget. That's not me. That's me working in conjunction with the whole power of the Holy Spirit because uh, the kingdom on earth was reality in that moment. The kingdom on earth was flowing through my veins. I'm working in tandem with the Holy Spirit and I'm watching lives change. I'm watching the atmosphere shift constantly. So this attitude of verbal giving and verbal walking through life with people and the kind words and, and, the, re and, the, and the Holy Spirit telling me, yeah, it's okay to give kind words. It's okay to always give kind words. It's okay whenever it's in your power to do so, give, give, give. It's good. He released me and I ran with it. And um, as a result, and so typical of the Lord, we don't have to, you know, it's not a struggle and a labor and okay, I'll do it. I was enjoying this gift of gab, of speech. I mean, I almost 
brought a homeless vet back to my house because, because I talked to him somewhere in the, in the field, uh, in the grocery store I met him, and I was like, I wanted to invite him back and like start grilling food with him, and Lon's like, you don't know him. <laughs> you don't know this person. So, um, so this whole attitude of giving, really, the fruit of that in my life uh, was that I was gaining a whole new perspective and awareness and appreciation for people. Wow. wow. You know, where I hid myself before, now I'm finding the golden people. I'm enjoying my conversations with people that I normally would feel like I'm watching paint dry. I'm enjoying every single detail. <laughs> I'm enjoying, because I'm, the heart, their heart's being exposed to me through the lens and, and the filter of the Holy Spirit. And this is, all, this is kingdom activity, and do you understand that this is in our DNA? We were designed for this. Amen. We were designed for greatness. We were designed, because if we died with Christ, we rose again with a brand new nature as sons and daughters, as kings and queens, and we're collaborating with him. And so this atmosphere shift for me um, had such a deep impact that when, I, when, it was, when the time was right, <laughs> the Lord touched my wallet. <laughs> now, I don't mind being transparent. I'm just going to keep it 100. I grew, up, <laughs> I grew up in an environment where I was taught to tithe your 10% and that, you know, the failure to do so would bring a curse. I really did, and I believed all that, and, and we, I don't want to get into the Old Testament, and the reason for that, um, there was a reason for that in that day, in that time, in that culture, but today we believe in being New Testament givers, when we, when we give, we're giving offerings, we're giving first fruits, and we're still the same concept that we're trusting God with our, with our tithe, but I, I, it was painful for me to tithe. I remember when my, when my brother and I were really young, I walked into his room one time and I was like, hey, can you lend me, can you lend me 10 bucks? He goes, yeah, here's 10 bucks, it's my tithe, so you gotta pay God back, take it up with him. <laughs> So I, 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 I grew up with this mentality of, you know, of, of the legalism behind it as, instead of the heart and being excited about how he can grow and expand it because we're treating it like seeds. So money, oh, you know what, let me back up one. There's a really important thing I want to I say on, on the topic of words. There's people that argue if I'm not going to, if I don't feel it, I'm not going to say it. I don't believe that. I believe we should say it anyways. And please put up slide number two. And this is, again, a Bill Johnson quote. Kingdom thinking is anchored in the nature and the promises of God. So natural thinking, I don't feel like it, I'm not going to offer fill in the blank. That's a natural response. But kingdom thinking is anchored in the nature and the promises of God. I love that. Keep that up, please, because with that keeping, he started to move me into uh, uh, the, the realm of finances. Now, again, I didn't even think there was anything wrong with the way I was thinking, but God in his love wanted to mature me and um, wanted to bring me into the joy of giving instead of feeling like it was you know, something I had to do. Holy cow, we made it past eight minutes. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> so um, we, money, money I, I, I had a, a poverty mindset on money. This is my point number two, in case you're not tracking with me. Um, money, I've heard it said, is a terrible master but it's an excellent servant. Yeah. And, and I love that. And I heard that years ago, and I, I thought that was great. It still didn't change my mindset. God changed my mindset. You want to know how? I got a few more stories. So I'm in line at Tops, 
And for the umpteenth time, they say, thank you for shopping at Tops. Would you like to donate money to whatever? They have got those little tear-off booklets. And I said no over and over again. No, no, thank you. And then I feel stupid. What's the person behind me thinking? Man, I feel like I'm saying no. I'm like, how cheap am I? No, so then I started saying, well, uh, well, I give to my local church. Oh, that's terrible. That doesn't help. Like, how does that help? I felt so dumb that I even said that. But it was like, oh, I needed an excuse here, but why am I not giving? <laughs> and I remember this, having this internal dialogue with the Lord saying, you know, come on, Lord, I can't give to every one of these. And he says, why not? Yes, you can. And now this is important, because this is God's word to me. I'm not trying to put this on you guys that you have to give to every single donor. But he did put it on me. He told, not put it on me, but he challenged me with it, and he released me to say, I, if you give 100% of the time, I am behind you 100% of the time, and I love this 100% of the time concept. I felt his joy. I started to get excited. I was like, I can give. I can give. I mean, I also, it's hard to say no to like the children's cancer research. <laughs> One was like, a, <laughs> you say no to that, you know what I mean, Dubs? Come on. So anyways, I started to give. I started to say, yeah, I can do this. So now every time I go through tops, I'm giving. Would you like to, con- yes, I would. Uh, yes, I would. And I get a surprise, oh, oh, because I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's before they're done saying it, you know. <laughs> and, then I, and then I go to Wegmans, and they've got $5 tears off, feeds a family. For, yes, please, yes. Yes, I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I was driving through McDonald's, and uh, they've got a little change bucket. Scrap up change, change is going in there. Uh, the gas stations, they have tear-offs, they have change buckets. Give, 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 and it was cool, right? It's just a buck here and a dollar there and change here, but I was, I was catching what the Holy Spirit was, was trying to do in me is open up my heart and take me from a position of poverty to what it feels like to partner with him. He, he can teach me on 50 cents, he doesn't have to teach me on $5,000, but he was teaching me, and, and this is the gift I want to share with you so that you don't go through a long journey, but you can leave here today going, I can be a giver, you're fully empowered, you're fully, you, you, you've risen with a new nature, you have the same new nature I do, it's of kings and queens and sons and daughters, with the same charge to, to carry out his word, to cover the earth, that his kingdom would be so real here, that other people would see your good works and praise the Father in heaven. And so, so it, again, just like the kind words increased my mindset and my, and my ability to love people, the giving started to increase um, my trust in God with my finances. And it, I kind of joke with the Lord, it, it became, I could just feel him smiling when people would ask for money. I could. And it was cool. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm in it, I'm in it. And then uh, I got, our, our leadership has a way to, to communicate, it's Foxer, and so this <laughs> will... I, Will um, LaMonica says, hey guys, just putting this out there, Zeph's having a fun, fundraiser, money raiser, fundraiser for something for a school. And I told him, don't ask for little, don't expect little, ask for big. Ask for a hundred dollar, you know, hundred dollar giving, you know, at a time. Remember that? And I said, yes. <laughs> So I felt like, I felt a little bit like uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar for a full day. His son prayed he wouldn't be able to lie. <laughs> you know, I did, because I was, and I was laughing, but it was the Lord in his loving way saying, you can give, you can give, and it's a joy. And so, and he was teaching me, and I was doing this out of obedience and faith and also joy, Amen. you know. And now I can look and see, uh, I'm telling you, if, if money is a seed, if money given in faith is a seed, 
I have seed all over Spencerport, all over Brockport, all over Rochester. I travel to Michigan, I travel to Ohio. Everywhere I've gone, I'm dropping little seeds, and no one can take that from me because I know, because that's a truth that the Lord gave me. And so little, little tiny ways. Now, that's not to say that you can't give bigger, but you know, honestly, um, I, I came to an awareness of how this affects my life on the Breakthrough Sunday. Now, Breakthrough Sunday, we were challenged to give and give in faith and believe what is it that we're, you're looking for breakthrough on. And I, I think 100% of this room wants breakthrough on something. That's really the nature of the kingdom of heaven, that how do we expand unless we continually break through? So don't be surprised, we've got more things to break through. But he's behind us and he's empowering us. And um, so, so I gave, not real sure what I was believing for in breakthrough, but, but I think the Lord was so anxious to show his goodness that he, he gave me such a windfall that three weeks later I had to give again. I had to, t- I had to give a percent, I gave 10% off the top and it ended up being three times the amount I originally gave. <laughs> and that was three weeks later and I wasn't expecting it. But I think, but that's the Lord, and, that, and I, 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 almost, I almost didn't want to share it because I don't want to put it out there like it's a formula. It's just a highly effective lifestyle <laughs> that what you put out, what you sow will, will come back and it comes back tenfold, it really does. That's just the principle. And remember, we're, we're kings and queens. We're sons and daughters. We were buried with Christ and so we're raised again and our new nature is the new standard by which we live. Kingdom thinking is anchored to the nature and the promises of God. It's literally supernatural and it's so profound and so powerful that my life will never be changed. Wherever I go, I'm speaking into people's lives and I'm watching expansion and influence and change. I'm watching atmospheres shift. I'll take it into meetings and before people are even there, I get that conference room early and I'm talking to the Lord. I'm talking to the Lord and I'm feeling that stress dissipate, right? Steve, I know you're familiar. You just, you watch it dissipate because I, I went from an attitude of he's back by the door and I'm gonna pray and hope for the best and maybe someday I'll get an answer to wait, I'm a partner, I'm a co-laborer, I'm an heir, I'm actually a daughter. He's in me and his blood flows through my veins. Yeah. I'm literally walking, I'm, I'm, I'm walking with him um, and I'm seeing his will be accomplished on the earth and he's using me. It changed my point of view from a, from a poor poverty, I gotta keep what I have and I may not ever get any more, to um, an open heaven, really. Amen. That's all, just an open heaven. <laughs> you know, you've experienced an open heaven, you're gonna be living in this beautiful house. I mean, we have testimony after testimony of people that have experienced it. And it's, there's nothing like it because you know that when your treasure is in heaven, Rust and moth, nothing can destroy it. And so what, what we operate in the gifts that he gives us, they're, they're treasures in heaven. They're not only in heaven, but they're here on earth. His kingdom is here on earth. So <clears throat> don't be surprised when you see dramatic increase as a result of partnering with what the Holy Spirit is telling you as he becomes alive as, and as you walk in obedience. <sighs> I'm gonna run out of time. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not. So, um, just to support the giving words, uh, Matthew 5, 14 says, uh, you're the light of the world. 
You're a town built on a hill. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. It gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and they will praise your Father in heaven. Well, don't preach works. Well, I'm gonna, because faith without works is dead and vice versa. The fact is, is he's enabled our hands. He's enabled us through our finances, through the gifts of the spirit that we all operate in. He's enabled us to be givers, 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 givers. And he loves that so much that he's put it in design to multiply, multiply, multiply until the whole earth is covered and they know, they know his name. And it's in our nature, our new nature, it's in our DNA, our new DNA, to be Christ-like, to walk in faith, and to actually see breakthrough literally wherever we go. I think I caused breakthrough in a little eight-year-old's life. He set him on a course that he is, is, is latched onto with his heart, and I believe there will be fruit from that, a lot of fruit from that, and that was a word. So um, we're the light of the world, we're the, we're the salt of the world, he really gave me breakthrough through words, and then he gave me breakthrough through um, my financial giving to the point where I went from feeling relatively obligated, I always thought myself a decent Christian on paper, but now I'm like, woo, I can't wait to give. And I wasn't sure that I'd ever get there. I've heard people say it, <laughs> but I wasn't walking in it until I understood, until I got permission from the Holy Spirit who said, yes, it's okay to give. Yeah you're not being unreasonable or, or you're, not being, um, you're not operating in any way that's, uh, what do I want to say? You're not, um, you're not being a good steward. Yeah, you're not being irresponsible by giving, giving, giving. You're not being irresponsible, thank you. And, and that he partnered with me and, and, and just decided that I realized that I'm a co-laborer with him, and so there was no stopping us after that. And that's, that's honestly the way I feel. So I still give at every McDonald's. I still get every, every Tim Hortons. I still give, and that's just fun. Again, I'm not telling you to, uh, you know me better. You know I'm not putting this on you, but it's a fun thing between me and the Holy Spirit that I'm enjoying giving and looking for ways, other ways to partner, because sometimes he speaks to you and you have to be respons- responsive to that. That's being responsible. That's good. So now I went from, I, I, I was a poor child living in poverty, trying the best I could to achieve God through my righteous works. Every Sunday I'd go, this is many, many years ago, every Sunday I'd go, I hear a good word, and I, I'd write down the notes, and I'd try to live like that for that week. Well, the next Sunday would come a completely different service, completely different new notes, and I'm trying to live like that. I, I really, that was me, it was back when I was a teenager. And the Lord, he loves me so much that he doesn't leave me there. He brought me into the knowledge that I'm a daughter and I'm so well-loved and that he's not back by the exit sign and he's not somewhere up in the sky, but he's close in my heart. His blood flows through my veins. My nature, because I rose again through him, is, yeah. is new nature and it's one of, of sonship. Yeah. And, and the picture of being a son blows my mind that even if I go and screw up all the wealth that is my inheritance, and I come back, he's waiting with a ring and a robe. <laughs> yeah, he loves me so much that when I, when I go left, I'm only, I'm only narrowing my, my vision of God. It doesn't, it doesn't make him... Listen, I, I was taught that if you give God a thimble full of faith, that's all he can do to give back to you. 
I was taught that. It's, that's funny to me now. But, I, but that was, I was taught that. And so um, I began to realize that as a partner with God, in, in my words, and then it can hit my wall, it can hit my finance, it can also hit the area, my lifestyle. Literally every time I would come into a trial or a tribulation, something that came against me, I, I had fear in my heart. Again, keeping it 100, I had fear in my heart. I would no sooner get through a breakthrough, and I'd have everyone that knows how to pray, pray for me, and I'd be like, God, just don't let anything bad ever happen again, please. Just, 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 you can't let anything else happen. I don't want to go through another trial. We know from James that, um, James chapter 7, I want to say, consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. And if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. This is a word to say, you're, you're not, you know, it's okay if trials come because they are going to produce. So instead of in being scared of trials, I look at this scripture as I do oftentimes, back to, to, to John Lampanero's point, refreshing myself in the word, encouraging myself in the word, deciding what the truth is, and then leaning in and believing God and having faith in God. And then my words, I'm speaking those words of truth into the environment. Yeah. Instead of being scared of trials, I started to say, I have perseverance, I'm lacking in nothing. I'm asking you, God, because you give generously to all those who ask wisdom. Amen. And that started changing environment, environment after environment after environment. I saw breakthrough. I saw relationships restored, not just moderately healed. I saw them brought back to full restoration. Some of my closest friends know, and I've seen, um, I've seen things that I thought were impossible odds in the work front break. I've had breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. I'm telling you, I am not, this Jen is not the same Jen you met a few years ago. I, I, I am partnered with the Holy Spirit. I've been given a new name. I have a new nature, and I'm not anything extraordinary. I am, I am extraordinary, to be honest. <laughs> I am. I am. It's so important to say that because literally every one of you are extraordinary. Because you've risen again with him in Avenue Nature. You are extraordinary beings. I did, I actually got a check in my spirit when I said that. That's the Holy Spirit saying, yes, you are. Because his blood runs through my veins. So now, I went from, I went from words to my wallet to works. I, it's, a, it's a weak way of saying, um, partnering with the Holy Spirit honestly with faith and works has been a traumatic breakthrough. Um, because, and, and you may be like me, you may say, well, Jen, it made sense in those other two areas, but boy, when trials come, I mean, I've been dealt a bad injustice. I'm looking at a, a, an injustice, and that happens all the time. And, I really, and this is, these are words from um, Bill Johnson as well. That, that well, well, the scripture says, the prince of peace will crush Satan under your feet. That's the picture of power in peace. While we're worshiping, he literally crushes Satan under our feet. And Bill Johnson says, and thank you, John, for sending this podcast, because I got a lot of this from the podcast, that long for justice because it's always aimed at whatever interferes with love. Oh, right? That just, that just took me from a victim to a victor, because I am partners with justice. Father, bring justice. It, it, it always, it's always aimed at whatever interferes with love. 
Justice released the prisoners because it goes to the spiritual influence that inspires sin and brings judgment there, and as a result, releases the prisoners. Whoa. So now I'm, now I'm going from areas of breakthrough that I have full confidence in the Lord, and I'm not, never looking back, and I'm never going to be the same again. And now I'm bringing it into a place where there's con- potential conflict, injustice, trials. I'm going to believe in the promises of God. I am firmly anchored to the nature and the promises of God. I am not of this world. I am of the kingdom of heaven. And as a daughter and as an an heir, as a co-laborer, fill in the blank. They're big. Anyone big is anyone word is bigger than I am. We are partnering with him, and we're watching change happen and be sustained. And you understand that's the desire of the Holy Spirit on your life. That's the desire of the, that Jesus died so that we would know him and be in relationship to him. And it's not just a few. He didn't, he's not going to be happy with a few. He wants everyone. This whole message and the kingdom of the power of, of uh, the, the kingdom, his supernatural kingdom, is to cover the globe. And so every time I come up here and, I, and I'm worshiping, I'm thinking the same thing. Okay, Lord, what do you got? What do you got? And I always pray for, I always pray for expansion. I always pray for, I, I love and I watch for that atmosphere shift. And there's a time where you go from singing to, you can just tell when hearts are pressed in and engaged with the Holy Spirit, it's, a, it's like the air is thinner, it's lighter, the room is bigger. It's a big difference, a big change, and, I, and I'm always looking for that, and now it's becoming more natural. I'm seeing that at work, I'm seeing that at McDonald's for crying out loud, I'm seeing that when I throw someone a kind word. Um, and, I'm, and, it, and it's really changed my life. I can't believe I went this long. I'm so, <laughs> I'm blowing my mind. So in summary, (laughs) do you have a third slide for me? The purpose of the Lord is to cause the righteousness of Christ to be manifest in us to the point where there is a place of refuge and safety and shelter. Um, Something is about to happen on the earth. People are finding their way to God who never considered it before. So don't be in the poverty mindset like I was. <laughs> Take my notes and my stories and the scriptures and jump over to the new nature. You, you know, where it's in your DNA. It's who you are. It's what you were designed for because something is happening in the earth now that where people are finding their way to God who never, ever considered it before. Literally, as we're living our life in worship to God, just like he goes and he crushes Satan under his feet, he goes and he expands our areas of influence, our metron, whatever seeds we put out there, whatever the seeds look like, and he is blowing on it. I just, I just want to say, he's not a thimble kind of God. <laughs> he's not a thimble kind of God, right? He's a pressed down, shaking together, pouring over kind of God. Yeah. He's a you screwed up, but I love you so much. When you come home, I got a ring and a robe kind of God. Yeah. He's waiting with a ring and a robe. He's not frugal. He's a pouring out a spirit on all mankind kind of God. Yeah. All of creation groans and waiting for the sons and daughters to arise. I literally was consumed with the thought that I am not a beggar begging for bread and trying to get a single answer to prayer, and I don't care about anyone else, I care about me, I got my blinders on, to 
this place of an open heaven, fully engaged with a powerful Holy Spirit where I am, I am lacking in nothing. I am complete and lacking in nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Actually awesome. lacking in nothing. And so the only thing that can stand between us and that reality is our belief. Yes. That's right. You know, and, and let's, I just want to challenge you to get rid of the filters that, uh, as Joy said, again, it's such a good worship, time of worship. You know, what, what hinders you? What hinders you from believing the nugget of truth that God wants to increase you and expand you, your wallet, your words, your giftings, your, your spheres of influence. What is the hindering and limiting belief? And um, there are, we're actually gonna have, I, I wanna pray over you for now, and then we're gonna have teams, ministering teams come up. And we also have a sozo, uh, specialist here, um, Karen Welton. I thought of pulling her up, but we're, just for the sake of time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with, with these principles, and um, we're going to pull some teams up to pray. But let me pray over you now. Let me just encourage you that we are, we are, we are not alone. We are not alone. We are not alone. We are sons and we're daughters in our very DNA is the imprint of God the Father. We're made in his image. And I just want to put you to put your hand over your heart right now, and I just want you to, to search and, and ask the Lord, what is it that I am, I am standing in unbelief? What is the hindering thought in my life? Where is it that I don't believe that you are fully involved in? Where is the area that stands out to you where he seems to be at the back door or he's at the back 40 or he's somewhere high up in the sky and he's not intimately involved in your life? And Lord, I just pray that you, you even now um, would cause a dramatic shift and breakthrough. Just invite the Holy Spirit. Father, come closer, come near me. Just say, just say, Father, you know, forgive me of, of believing the lies. I, don't, I no longer agree with the lies. I no longer agree with the hindrances, the things that speak against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I believe that you, you complete me, you have, you, uh, that I am complete in you. And do you feel that difference? There's an invasion. There's an opening of the door. There's an invasion. The Holy Spirit, I can actually feel it now. I feel, I feel a strong shift. Yeah. He's invading every area of your life. There is no place that he doesn't want to stay and, and dwell. Father, is there a place where I'm not dwelling in you? Is there a place where I'm not attached to you? Lord, I just pray that you would show me that picture. And we break agreement with every lie with every deception, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that we are grafted in, we're a part of the vine. We entrust you with our lives, and we thank you for walking a fully empowered life. No good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. Thank you for being the pressed down, shaken together, and running over kind of God, the ring and the robe kind of God, the pouring out your spirit on all mankind kind of God. 
Thank you, Father, that all of creation groans and waiting for sons and daughters to arise. We are sons and daughters, Father, and we praise you and we worship you in Jesus' name. We praise you and we worship you in Jesus' name. And thank you, Father, for breathing on the, on the, on the gifts um, uh, and on the works and the, everything we do in tandem with you and that you cause expansion and multiplication in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this week's message. Feel free to contact us for further resources at newhopecom.org.